0: I'm Greg Dixon. For months, observers have been awaiting an expected Ukrainian counteroffensive to push back Russia. There's even a debate over whether or not it has already begun. To discuss what it might look like and to better understand the current state of the Ukrainian and Russian militaries,
1: NPR's Elsa Chang spoke with Max Bergman of the Center for Strategic and International Studies. How much do we know about this counteroffensive, what it might look like, and where Ukraine might try to advance?
0: Well, I think the good news is that we don't know a lot. And I think that's uh, quite deliberate, that the Mm -hmm. Ukrainians uh, don't want to sort of uh, show their hand. I think there's a lot of expectation that the Ukrainians will try to drive southward toward Crimea, at the very least to try to gain more territory and then potentially put Crimea under threat from potential uh, missile barrage. But right now, uh, it looks like the Ukrainian counteroffensive is is underway in the Donbass more in the eastern part of Ukraine. Right now, they're trying to get Russian forces to move to the east to sort of shore up Bakhmut, and that might create a diversionary tactic where they can head south. But there may be a whole process uh, before getting there. So I think there's probably going to be a degree of patience on the Ukrainians' part to not rush it.
1: Well, in terms of gains that Ukraine might make, if Ukraine pushes far enough south, do you think there's any possibility that it could actually liberate Crimea? Or or are Russian troops too dug in there?
0: Well, I think a lot would have to happen before it's on the verge of potentially trying to take Crimea and liberate Crimea. Mm -hmm. I, I think offensives have a number of different objectives. One would be for the Ukrainians to regain territory. Another would be to simply try to destroy as much as the U- Russian military as possible, right. which would then open for additional offenses. And then another is psychological. You know, this might psychologically have an effect, perhaps on the Russian population as well, if the Ukrainians are making real advances and, and it looks like the Russian uh, military is is not not able to cope.
1: And how well prepared is Ukraine for this? In your mind, in terms of troops, weapons, armor, tanks. Well, I think they're
0: they're pretty well prepared. There's been a quote from a Ukrainian uh, military officer, which I'll sort of paraphrase that, you know, the wars start, when they start, they're fought by, by soldiers, and then they're finished by engineers, doctors, lawyers. Uh, and so what you've seen is that the Ukrainians have lost a lot of people, as have the Russians, a lot mm-hmm. of their trained soldiers. And so you ha- now have a situation where that next line of people that had no experience serving as a soldier are now doing training in in Europe and Germany and Poland and other places on Western equipment. So the hope is that these newly trained forces will be able to deploy on the battlefield and and make uh, extensive gains, in particular because Russia just went on a month-long offensive that really has gained almost nothing and has really depleted the Russian military. And really, it looks like really hitting Russian morale.
1: And do you have any sense at this point of how Russia might be preparing for a possible counteroffensive?
0: What has been clear is that the Russians have been waiting for this. They have uh, really dug in. They've set up kind of World War One style trench lines and multi sort of echelon level. So they are preparing to kind of make it as hard as possible for the Ukrainians to punch through. So if the Ukrainians breach one line, well, then there's another trench line with barbed wire and all sorts of barricades that make will make it hard for tracked vehicles to make progress. Now, these aren't insurmountable, but the Russians look fairly dug in. The problem the Russians have is the line is fairly long. They're going to have to defend a lot of territory
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they're going to have to sort of guess where the main thrust of the offensive will go.
1: Well, in terms of military aid that Ukraine's expecting to receive, the U.S. has agreed to supply tanks to The country, but those tanks won't arrive until the fall, along with a lot of Germany's promised military aid. So, what's your read on the timing here? Like, are we expecting a smaller counteroffensive by Ukraine now and then maybe a bigger push in the fall? Well,
0: I, I think that remains to be seen. I think, look, any commitment right now of tanks is all to the good if you're Ukrainian, because what the Ukrainians have to think about is that if they do an offensive with the tanks that they have, what happens if those tanks get destroyed? And if they don't know that they're not going to have another shipment of tanks coming in the fall, then they might have to hold back even more. So I think the fact that they know that they're going to have Abrams tanks from the United States arriving, Mm -hmm. that at least gives them a degree of confidence that, okay, we know what we have in reserve. So if we end up losing a fair amount of tanks, we're not going to leave ourselves short. They can sort of weigh how much risk they can actually take with their current force. And so I think that's really critical that the commitments to Ukraine continue.
1: Max Bergman directs the Europe, Russia, and Eurasia program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Thank you very much for joining us.
0: Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world.
1: This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Stearns & Foster. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted for irresistible comfort with indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming IntelliCoils for your most comfortable sleep. Learn more at stearnsandfoster.com.